But Morgan, I'm good in Arab Shabbos. May Ashlumim. Still a question to the Yantiv of Shuas. Ashlum the Yantiv. So holding Hilchis and Hedrin, Perik, Yud. We're going to discuss the first few halachas of Perikud. And that starts with Aloha Aleph. The Rambam says one of the Dayonim, the Din and the Foshes, that was um, either uh, favoring the defendant or accusing prosecuting him is the reason that he's doing it is not because he really believes so that he thinks it's so but he's just uh, following the others he's following the group he's over a love and it says for that love is Lysana Alriv Lintes so we learn out that uh, you shouldn't say and Ram is very careful with his lotion minion. You should not say during the time where they count. That's, I'm going to be like this and this person. Or say what you think. What's what you or yourself are thinking. Allah base. He has another point that this law includes. That the Malamed Chayiv, sorry, the Malamed Schus, the one who is favoring the defendant, um, should not be Malamed Chayiv. And it says, Lisana Alriv Lintes. And here he qualifies Allah. Although before he made a blanket statement. Don't follow others. Here, it's very interesting what he writes. It's during the, um, when the, uh, the arguments of the judges between themselves, where they deal with the issue and they come to some conclusion in Allah. But during the rendering of the word verdict, there we say differently. Very interesting lotion. The one who had previously favored the defendant can now turn around and join the prosecution of the defendant and say the verdict is he is guilty. Okay. Just to note, the Ravid in the Minyan Hamitzvah says, how could you therefore say it is forbidden to change your mind? If it says clearly here, you could change your mind. In other words, what's going on over here? <laughs> First, Allah and the second, Allah seem to uh, not, not fit. That is another couple of very interesting halachas which we need to analyze, and I believe that that's going to help us understand the first two halachas. If a student was favoring, they might put a favoring response to the uh, the defendant, and he died. 
one of the members, and he died in the middle. Uh, what's the halacha? It looks, we keep in our vision, we have him standing there and, uh, and, and as if he's continuing to offer his opinion, which is a very, very, very kiddish. How does that work? You need a bezin. He's not alive. How is he part of the bezin right now? Which is a question that's asked. It's not my own question. It's a question that's asked. The agrees. Rizkarov asks this question. And he asks, his insight is a very, very important insight to this understanding of these Allahs. And then comes Allah Dalit. We just said that a dead man speaks. What happens if a guy got up and said, I have a point of defense. And then he suffered a stroke and he couldn't continue speaking. Or he died before he continued giving his defense. Before he explained his defense on behalf of the defendant. And he didn't say why he wants to defend it. So the Ram used a very interesting Lushan Kimishenes. If he doesn't exist, previous guy is alive and well although he's dead, and this one is not in existence, although he, he was alive and well when he spoke. So, obviously, we need to understand the difference between them. So, let's take a look at the sources, just for the sake of understanding, because I think it'll give us some more of an insight, and we'll understand also what the issues of the air are. So, the first source is a very interesting source, of the Tadab Shem Be'yachoy, in Parashat so he says, don't say during the minion of the Ramam said, which will explain what that minion is. It's enough that I will follow the opinion of Rabbi so-and-so, who's a great scholar, and I, I, I value his opinion. It's not just I'm not, not in a blue picking up, you know, what the newspapers wrote and some some uh, pundit came along and said, I have an opinion. It's a big chashu rabbi, the, 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 the big rabbis in the court. And he says so-and-so. No, say what you think. You need to offer your thoughts. Independent thinking. Okay, we will return to this a little later. Now let's take a look at the la those last two alochas about the dying people. And... Um, and the last halacha, when the person dies before being able to explain himself. So the Gemara Sanhedrin, Dafnam Gimel, has this question. Rabachim Barhuna asks Roshashas. What's the halacha in such a case? He said, I have the fence, and then he couldn't continue. Roshashas waved him off, and he said, If the guy didn't say anything, so you'll never be able to vendor a verdict. <laughs> a guy. Maybe there's somebody on the other side of the world that also has a defense. I mean, just because he said he had a defense, then maybe there's somebody in China who happens to uh, will be able to come up with a defense for this person. Are we ever never, never going to be able to render a verdict because of that? So the Gemara responds to Roshesh's, I don't understand what's the comparison. Here the guy said he has a defense, the other guy never said anything. So the Gemara says, so what's the halacha? 
Why? Well, because the Gemara, Rabbi Yisrochanin, says the first halacha, halacha gimel, that only after the guy actually stated his defense do we consider him here and we look at him as if he is alive. Chai ve'emid m'kayme. The Gemara uses a little different lashon in the Rama, not just mazakim m'kayme, but chai ve'emid m'kayme. Because if he's alive and he's standing in his place. But you see clearly only because he already explained his defense. So the Gemara says, meh, not so posh. That's such a strong riot. Zich pshitali, you're right. I'm asking you if he wasn't Mazaka. That's not a posh, but you don't have a proof of it. Yet, the Rambam takes this halacha as fact. Will kill a person based on a shayla in the Gemara, with the Gemara that has not really concluded a, a, a verdict. So the Lachemish asked that question. The Gemara was not here. The Gemara said it's not it's not a proof. So he said, eh, it's just a small. It's like a, a, a like a push away. You pushed it away, but it really is the conclusion of the Gemara. Now the question is, where did, where did the Rambam see this? Why did he decide? To kill a person based on a shaila in the Gemara, which is not clear. I mean, when it comes to dinah nefashas, you got to be machmer not to kill. Okay, so those are the uh, issues that we have. The lashon of to, to join the mechayvim, which is a strange lashon the Ramah. Instead of saying if he changed his mind, no, he joins the mechayvim. And what's this harehu kmisha enoy as if he's not here? Just say, we don't accept his words. We don't listen to him. Was this like he's not here? And what did Rav Sheshis think? When Rav Sheshis said, ah, maybe there's a guy in China who who might not uh, like this, uh, might have a defense. I mean, we don't know that there's a guy in China. There's a guy we know. He's here. He said that he has a defense. I mean, we trust people. They're not just, uh, I mean, these are the, the people that tell me them sitting there who would sometimes come up with a defense. These were, were, were qualified people. These aren't just street people that you pick off the, you know, <laughs> you take off the street. These are people that are tried and trust, tested and studied. And So how can you compare that to maybe there's somebody in China who has a defense? Okay, then we have the kasha that we asked. How can a dead person have an opinion? Or, or how can a dead person... Um, be involved in the verdict of a, of, of, of a person. I mean, he's not alive. He need a bezin. So, th- th- this is a very key point, in, in, in my opinion, is, is the Briskerov says a verdict. And he basically opens up the concept of what goes on in bezin. And he says that there are two parts to bezin. There's bezin that deals with halacha. Iser, Hector, what's the dinim? What, what's, what's the, what's the halachic aspect? I'd like to suggest that we find in the Torah, Yeru Mishpatach There's a name, Hayra, teaching, Torah is teaching, giving direction, direction, which is not specific to this case necessarily. It's a, you know, as we know, when it comes to law, Precedence is a very, very important thing. Jewish law is no different. In fact, no different. That's the source of where it comes from. The, 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 the American law 
took it off, takes it off the historic reliance on precedence that you find in Jewish law. And the idea of precedence is you, you create a hero, you create, you know, when uh, Yankiv sent uh, Yehuda to Mitzrayim, so it says, based Talmud, Rashi says, a place for hero, teach, to, to, to develop the ideas of the Torah. So the Mishra says that's, he doesn't say this part, but he just says that there's a, the part of Bezin that deals with Hayra, of every case. And then there's a second part, which deals with the verdict, what happens to this guy. So the Mishra wants to say that there's two separate concepts. There is the Hayra concept where a dead man's opinion counts. <laughs> and where then there is the Verdict, of course, is the verdict. He doesn't count. You need a different thing. So first they came to the halacha, and then they came to the gemar din to the verdict. It needs understanding what exactly he's saying. Now, perhaps if we analyze the halachas of Bezin, we may be able to get a little bit of different picture, but basically on the same, based on the concept. There's an interesting halach, which we learned earlier on, a few, uh, in the, uh, I think it was the uh, second day of Shuas. We learned that wherever Sanhedrin reside, wherever there's a Sanhedrin, there has to be two court stenographers, reporters that sit and, and uh, take down the information and according to the Rambam, the way we paskin is that each one writes different things. One writes the opinion of the prosecution. One writes the opinion of the um, of the uh, defense. Rashi has a different opinion that they, that they how we do it. And there's a Shaila the Gemara Machlekes. I don't want to get into the details, but the Rabbi Yudah you have three uh, court writers, court reporters. One, whatever they call them, I know exactly their, their, their position. But one, one writes the, the opinion of the, of the prosecution, one writes the opinion of the defense, and one writes both. Rashi says, in, in order to avoid mistakes later. However, that's Rabbi Yehuda's opinion. The Rambam in Pirish Hamishnayis writes that the reason for Rabbi Yehuda is that there should be two witnesses for the prosecution and two witnesses for the um, defense. So therefore, the guy who writes the defense and the guy who writes both is a witness for either for the defense. The guy who writes the prosecution, the guy who writes both is a witness for the prosecution. However, Allah is like the Chachamim, that we don't need that. So what comes out is an interesting thing. Going to Rashi, it's all done to avoid mistakes. It's a, it's a, it's a safeguard. And the machlek is whether it's two or one, is whether what's the best way to avoid mistakes. According to Rambam, Rabbi Yehuda says you need witnesses on their testimony, on their reasoning. Chacham says we don't need witnesses. But perhaps the fact that the Rambam Trant explains that there's a concept according to Rabbi Yehuda, that even we, we don't, that Chacham don't hold that, it's not because they hold that you don't need that. 
you need to know the reason from witnesses. And perhaps that indicates that the reasoning is a essential part of the process. You need to have that reasoning for the process. In other words, you can't come to a verdict without having been able to analyze the case and come to a reasoning. Another interesting Rama, um, Raman Perik writes, I think Perik that we we study all night. They, they, they after after they've heard the case, the twenty three judges break out, and each one takes either a chavrusa or by himself, and they they analyze and they 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 discuss and they get into it all night long. In the morning they wake up to bezin or they rush to bezin or they go to bezin. And they have an interesting expression. The one who favors, who defending the defendant says, I am the defender and I stand in my place. And the prosecutor says, I am the prosecutor and I stand in my place. And if they make a mistake, the Rabbi also says, they're reminded by the court, uh, the Rabbi is an interesting question. Haray, say Freya Dayanam, they write. You know, it sounds like it's a byproduct of their writing, not the real main reason for the writing. But, and then the Ram has a very interesting expression. <laughs> yeah, then they start as then. Then they start as then. So first they go through each one. What is your opinion? My opinion is this, and I stand by my idea, my thought. And I am still in. And then we count, then we see after we go through the din, more people prosecuting, prosecutor is guilty, if not, not. Now the Gemara has very different expressions. The Gemara says, they come to Bezin, it's a different expression. Now we go count. So the Ramam's Maschilim Bedina sounds like the din didn't start till now. Now starts the din. And, and, and it seems like the, the main aspect of the Sefer the was not just to remind them, it's to have the, the to understand and to know the, 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 the rules. And also, what's that Mazakan even McCamey? There's a lot of discussion about that. What does that mean? I, I stand by my thoughts. <clears throat> so perhaps we can say. And the Rambam's opinion is, as we said before, the the logic, the, I, the, the prelude to the psak is the hero. Go, I need to go through a process of analyzing and thinking through this thing. And I can come to a conclusion of hiv. And I have to stand by it. And if I come to a conclusion of I could change my mind and come back the next day and say I have a different opinion. I've changed my mind. <clears throat> and we have to know that, that you change your mind because we got to start now talking about it and discussing it again. If he said that he favored the, the, the defendant, he can't 
change his mind now in the deliberation in the Hayra'a. Okay, so if that's the case, that there are, so again, yeah, what comes out like this is two things. A, as the Briskyov said, it's two separate parts of Bezin, the Hayra'a and the and and the Sakdin. However, what we're adding to that is that it's separate, but it is a necessary process in order to get to the Psakdin. What does that mean? That the Torah requires you to deep and delve into the logic behind it and come up with some kind of an understanding what you believe is the right uh, uh, explanation. What is the right approach in thought? An, an, an approach in thought. And that is where we get the hayro'ah part. <clears throat> so Rashashis comes along and says, if you don't have an opinion, you're not dear. Rashashis says you're like a person in China without an opinion saying I believe means nothing. And it's not an opinion, and therefore, as if you never said anything. And that's the Lashon Without a opinion, you're not there. And the Raman Paskins, like Roshayshis, who made, who put us away, and he doesn't know it's a Tchiyabam because of that, because Roshayshis just made nothing of it. I think Amari answer that's because the Gemara didn't really get into what's the relationship between the opinion and the, and, and, and the, and the, and, the, and the verdict. You need an opinion. Without that, you're not a dying. That's this decision. The, 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 what makes you a judge in the, in, in the subject, in the matter, is your thought process. Then you can come to a conclusion. <clears throat> How, and that's possibly the meaning. I stand by what I said earlier. I, 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 I am favoring the person. Umezaka anibim kaimi. Or you need to have the reasoning. If not, <clears throat> you have to discuss it again. You have to get back in, and that's where the you need the. That's one of the, possibly the main reason why you need to say for the Adam to know is he standing? Did he say differently before or not? And then starts the din. Now that's a new, a new, a new phase. We've gone through the hayra. Now goes the din. And that's why the Raman doesn't write just now we started then. And that fits with what we saw, we mentioned from the risk up. It's two separate parts. The only thing worth adding is that it's separate but necessary to get to part B. Part A is a, a, a necessary point in order to get to part B. I don't think he disagrees with that. It's just he's not getting into that. But, <clears throat> that answers the Ravid's question. What was the Ravid's question? How could you say it's also to change your mind when you're allowed to change your mind by the guy? There's two separate parts, and this part you can't. That part you could. It's not just a, a earlier or later. It's a separate aspect of, the, of, of what's going on here. And therefore, you are not allowed to change in the Hayrah asset. You can't change your mind. You need to have, you, once you said one way, that, once you said Zchus, that concept needs to stay. What you thought of has to remain. Can't be negated. In other words, the the the, the zchus that you gave for the person has to enter into the deliberation. 
That has to be in the deliberation. Deliberation has to be all of the possible opinions of schus, and then the opinions of chayv can be changed. We're not interested in keeping them, but the opinions of schus must stay and must be in the deliberations. And sure, at the end, we'll see what happens. And that's what the Ramadan says. If a person doesn't remember what he says, of course you have here something to give them a, to jolt their memory. But that's just part of it. Another, the main thing is that now we have we have we have written down what is the what's the thought processes and what are the reasons that we can that we would be able to um, help this defendant and possibly others in the future. That's what Besden writes. Okay, now let's go to the verdict. So, he, he, on the contrary, the fact that you can't change your opinion in the in the in the in the, in the process is that tells you how important it is. It tells you that that is a mainstay in the process. And as the, let, let's take a look at the don't say I'm gonna think I hear a thought from this and this guy you know it makes sense what he's saying I want to follow what he says no you need to think on your own why I like what he says and the answer is because that's not Besden Besden needs to deliberate and you're not deliberating you're just accepting somebody else's thoughts even though I like what he says it, it sounds good to me it's not like you're, again, you're not picking up some uh, some some article in a newspaper. You're, you're going by a, a intelligent, brilliant man who has presented a thought, and, well, I like that. I want to follow like him. I like that idea. The answer is no. You need to think on your own. You have to present. You have to harvest in it. You have to get through the idea and see what you come to on your own. And that hurrah is the preface to be able to be a dying and get into the sack. Now, that's in the process, process of Aira. And again, it's a necessity. Exactly why and how we, we, we can discuss that, but that's not our goal over here. Um, however, in the din itself, the Ramam says, if I come down to giving a verdict and I happen to think, you know, I had a pretty good story, but I like what the other guy is saying and I want to follow what he says because I trust that he's thinking correctly. I have a right to do that because when it comes to the verdict, I got to say what I what I really think. This is not for that we have a this is not about the thought process. Now it's about what's right or wrong. And here I can decide that I want to follow with another opinion. There's no anymore. I have a right to say I like the opinion of this and this person. Since this is a second stage, a total second stage. And if he likes something that the other day he says that, you know, this other guy say is saying guy is acceptable to me and I would rather feel more comfortable paskining like him, he has a right to do that. And that's in the Gemara Din, that's in the verdict stage of what's going on here. So, according to this, it comes out very good. In the 
thought in the Hira process, a person who died, but he had a logic and he had a thought process, that thought process is there. It's been recorded. It's live. That's why it's as if he's standing. That's what the Sefer and the Yonim have done. They have created a thought and put it in writing. So you have the Sefer and the Yonim who stand in his place and say, he's here. That's why that guy's looked at him. He's alive. He's here. Comes to the verdict. Of course he's not here. Can't do it again. He's not alive. He can't be in the verdict. At that point, he's, his, his words are not, are, not, are not relevant. But in the Hirah, for now and for future, it's there. And in that process, to influence the thoughts of others as it comes down to the verdict, it's there. And you never know who it will influence. As we said, he can change his mind and go with other points of view. And definitely the Mechaev can go on the point of the Mezakeh. So that still remains. That remains. The thought is there. We got to keep that thought. That, that's why it remains. If a guy doesn't have a thought, he never enters into the discussion. He's not a dying. He's not here. A dying requires to analyze and think through and come up with an opinion that makes sense. However, his verdict... His final decision does not have to rely only on himself. He can rely on the fact that he has others who he respects and values their opinion and hears what they say, even though he thinks a little differently. But he says, I really, really feel more comfortable with the other person that he has every right to do. And that's what the Ramam is teaching us. And that's why in the process, which is relevant and necessary and required, you are not allowed to change your mind because that he, that zakai has to remain. That thought process has to remain. And yes, it may influence others when it comes to the psak. If it wouldn't influence others, what's the, who cares if he changes his mind? If everybody is stuck in their ways, who cares? No, he's going to be able to change the opinion of the of, of the person who was mechaiv or the person mezake when it comes down to it. And we want all those opinions in place and coming down to the verdict should all be there and all have been stated repeated and stated finally and then come to the verdict and count out Mechaidim and the Mezakim and that's the way we render the verdict. That's the way Bezin works perhaps and definitely fits a lot of things. Everybody should have a good Shabbos a good Shabbos to be a Shabbos that has in it the aspect of Kabbalah Satayra and since we're still connected to Kabbalah Satayah, it should be Mesimcha, Umtnimius, Aslacher, Amun, Vlog, everybody.